0: Hey, everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes. So climb on board to the Point, point Break! Is it's Missy Elliott.
1: Yeah. Mm, Missy Elliott's great. I can not F with that statement. I love Missy Elliott. She's my girl, even though... No. She's awesome. She's... She's... Kicks so much ass. Love to see
0: Anyway, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. What do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marin Kennedy. I'm, okay, excuse me. I'm Marin Kennedy. I'm and a-
2: I'm Lowe.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Are you here? <laughs> yeah,
2: I was looking at pictures of pizza rolls and jason momoa okay
1: that's
0: mm-hmm. awesome and Excuse- i'm Andy a- of
1: gums oh sorry <laughs> sorry we're
0: just interrupting each other all over the place yeah. we're uh <laughs> it's that time of the night and we're uh we're uh it's uh, another day we're recording another episode of point break minute and we're just a little punchy here we're drinking a lot of tea and water Dr- we're real logy, just drinking all that <laughs> water just getting like whoa so much water it's like i'm kind of drunk but it's not even alcohol <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh we're on minute 48 now. Jess, are you ready to break down uh, br- 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 break down that minute? Is
2: Andy going to introduce himself?
1: Uh, Andy did introduce himself. Oh. I'll I'll do it again. I kind of interrupted, so go Take ahead. Take 17 and I'm Andy of Koch.
2: Thanks, Andy. Oh,
1: that was beautiful.
2: Yeah. All it. right. Nailed
1: it. 5 years so, of acting school.
2: Minute 48 begins with a sudden facial caress. <gasps> and um
0: i have yeah i have a note about that <laughs>
2: yeah and um it's a nice shot you know it's Lori petty and keanu it's pretty colors i love the like the the tones that are in this scene it would make for a nice like mood board it's a nice black nice greenish white and gray and all that
0: mm-hmm. um it's very soothing
2: I don't know about Soothe. I was going to say it's very intriguing. It's very enigma- enigmatic. Mm. Like
1: It reminds of- me of Tomato Tomato. X-Men. Mm, okay. Like Magneto. Like Magneto's colors. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
2: It's interesting. The Sima- colors
1: of pain.
0: <laughs>
2: well, there you go. And goosebumps.
1: And <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> um, goosebumps. So. I have uh, something to say about that scene.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kind of cut away. So, um. It starts. It's a very,
1: yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll talk about that.
2: scene. Lori says, "I'd say he looked almost happy."
0: It's really that's really deep. Oh, are we doing the scene? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they, yeah. So then Keanu, she says that, and kind of just sits there for a second, and then it cuts to Keanu, and it's like he's he's in a different scene. All of a sudden, <laughs> he just goes, "I can't describe what I'm feeling."
2: You don't have to
0: and then okay we're we're moving so fast through all this but yeah the next part it's a very sudden cutaway shot from their faces to Lori petty's thigh and keanu reeves puts his hands on her thigh oh he's caressing he's caressing her thigh with both his hands and he says goosebumps
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's called. <laughs>
0: and then he finishes the scene, the last line of the scene is, come here.
2: Come Which here. is every young guy's slick move, come here. Come here.
0: <laughs> In the parody version of the scene, like, she would have, like, struggled, like, the a wave would have, like, hold their surfboards apart and then no, they should have yeah. been like oh just l- let me just <laughs> like on, situate here but
2: then also suddenly there is this upwards shot this is how the scene really ends yeah there's a suddenly upwards underwater shot where we've been taken now to shark week and it's the view of a great white looking up at like two little precious baby seal pups that he's about to eat
1: and you know yeah. he's about to be like ah Ah, just let him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those
0: James, cute birds. James, James Cameron. Birds. Uh, James Cameron was the cinematographer for this scene again. Was, like doing his underwater camera work.
2: Yeah, yeah. pretending he's a sh- he just likes to pretend he's a shark.
0: <laughs> he does, and he's also- like I directed Jaws. You know, like no, you didn't, James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> he you directed The Abyss
2: mm-hmm. Anti-Tan?
0: Yes,
1: that's true. Both both including underwater scenes. <laughs> And let's not forget, this is completely underscored by probably the same guy that did the uh, uh, theme song for Twin Peaks. Got that.
2: Yeah, you, you said the, the theme, mm. the
0: music kind of, you know, took place around the same time as Twin Peaks, or not took place, but. was Well, yes, took being, place. Took place and was shot at a similar time. yes, technically.
1: Yes, the 1991, great year. As
0: far as we know, Twin Peaks took place at the time it was shot, as yes. does Point Break. There's nothing to lead us to another conclusion. So we can assume that they're really taking place in the same world as well. So all of these things were happening in the same universe. and Twin Peaks
1: Point Breakerverse. And technically, if we're being even you know more hyper-technical, they may have even been shooting at the exact same time in that 1991 world. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible there was an overlap. But yeah, the
0: music. Uh, this is, of course, Mark Isham or Mark Isham. I don't know... Uh, my uncle jay said uh, isham i've always said isham but he does he, i like his score in this again it, it pops out you don't really notice it watching the whole movie but it it pops out at me watching it minute by minute and it really does complement scenes here and there and sort of builds on the the romance in this scene as uh, as awkward as Keanu Reeves is in this scene it you know it it improves it, it brings that out a little more which uh, you know wouldn't totally be there without it Catherine Bigelow made the right choice casting him and this scene proves yeah.
1: it no
0: I mean he is it, it was the right choice because he's Keanu and he is this sort of clueless handsome slab of wood
1: what what
0: Who's just like good at sort of being clueless and uh, bumbling through things, but still looking kind of cool and handsome at the same time. And that's just, you know, it's, it's a good lead character attribute to have that sort of come here, come here. <laughs> but playing a, a romance scene, we'll, we'll talk about this in the next minute. It's uh, interesting. In this minute, he just seems very awkward and like they're not really connected true. And uh, Lori Petty, you know, watching it closely, looks a little bit tentative about when he says, come here, and she, you know, she does She she, c- she, obeys. she does kiss him. Uh, <laughs> but it, it looks a little bit reluctant at this point. Our cats are doing something interesting, as they usually do yeah. while we're trying to concentrate. Sorry.
2: It's the only thing I want to pay attention to.
0: I mean, they're trying to, you know, get their, their J- audience, too. Jessa loves Point Break, but loves cats more. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I love Point Break more than cats. That's 100%. That's okay. You balance it out, Andy.
1: Amen. I try. So, um... So, the... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to bring up the the Goosebumps cutaway scene. Well, before that, I just want to go over the face touching. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's just so close to being (laughs) (laughs) face-off. Every time someone touches a face in a movie, I think of that, to be honest. But they just could have... If you moved your hand a little bit over and just kind of put it over the front of his face... It could have worked. She face
1: off before face off, almost, almost. Yeah, almost. That <laughs> it's so awkward.
2: So Andy and Murrin have been in a play together. I remember Murrin you telling me that you guys <laughs> yeah, would try to work. Yeah, I'm in. So glad you brought. This up. Yeah, I'm glad you remember this. <laughs> you, you guys are. You try don't try to remember work that
0: in? Jennifer Jason Lee was in Good Time, but you remember this stupid thing <laughs> that we did yeah. in two years ago.
2: Yeah. So they were in Shakespeare's. Love's, Love's Labor's, Labor's Lost. Lost. Loves Labor's um, Lost. I'm actually
1: wearing the shirt from that show. Nice. And I got a compliment on this. this is a John Belushi college shirt.
0: Yeah, the director of Loves of our Love's Labor's Lost kind of took a you know, took an animal house take on it. Kind yeah. of like they're in college. They're, you know, partying and so he got the he
1: ordered the John Belushi college shirt <laughs> for Andy to wear. Which conveniently arrived three weeks late <laughs> into our performances. <laughs> and
2: guys, how many performances of the show did you do? Uh,
1: Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for that show.
2: Yeah. It was
0: six weeks, I think. So Maybe even seven.
2: Traveling. And so they decided to work in as many times as they could the face-off, face-off. Touch.
1: just just the the caress over someone's face yeah. like there's watch face off like there's, there's a multitude of ways of doing it but there's a right way and a wrong way of doing it and i, I feel like by the end we explored the right way yeah of doing that yeah and like in face off like
0: even there's the parts where they're like doing the face off like we're talking yeah, about removing take, the face and like, like a do, mask take the face. No, but the i want to take his face off. <laughs> there's that but then there's also just like you know in no relation to that, just people like touching each other's faces and very significantly, yeah. They, it's like they, their, their thing. thing
1: is like to rub down uh, down face,
0: yeah. I think on uh, How Did This Get Made, they call it Face Waterfall, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then later we saw Andy in, as the bad guy, oh, yeah. but not really the bad guy, oh, right? right? And Goosebumps, and I oh, was speaking told, of Goosebumps, yeah, <laughs> it and all comes together keep an eye out. I got a little special something for you in there. And Andy does a face off yeah, with a sarcophagus. the
1: sarcophagus from Goosebumps the Musical uh, in Portland. It was honestly probably the highlight of my acting career. It so. was a you good moment. I had
2: a kid come into the salon who had just seen it. And I was oh, like, really? oh, I know the guy who played the um, janitor. Is that the, yeah. yeah he the janitor. And the kid goes <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> it was so cute. He oh, was, awesome. Yeah, he loved the
1: musical. I, yeah. I i loved doing that show. And I loved doing the face off when we were doing the Shakespeare in the Park. And that was pretty much what I loved. The only thing I loved from that show. I'm glad that we can be on the record, that it will be on the record. That that was uh, just a whole shit show. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this. You're family, out, you're family out. podcast. It's not, yeah we're an explicit podcast. But, obvi, like a lot of stuff went wrong on that production. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it just
0: we were all just like so tired of it mm. fairly quickly. Mm. But at least we
1: had each other and we had face off. And we had face off. The the face off thing was we would like dare other people to like fit it in as much as possible cuz we're not getting paid enough money to like you know, have set things where we can't play with each other. Yeah.
0: And there were a lot of scenes where like, especially like my character and a few others would just be like in the background and we could kind of just do things and no one would really notice. Or at least supposedly. I don't know, maybe they did.
1: Uh the old fifteen minutes in the background acting. Thank oh, you, yeah. Shakespeare. Anyways, let's talk about goosebumps <laughs> yeah. and that cutaway scene. Uh I think <laughs> he just he just says Goosebumps. goosebumps. And then, he, and then there's this cutaway scene There's just like a stream close-up on... What's what's her name?
0: Lori Petty. Uh, Tyler Ann.
1: Tyler Ann, Lori Petty, just her knee and Keanu's hands gently caressing. Ever so, so lovingly.
2: They had to set up that shot. Oh, yeah. They had to take the Yeah. They had to light that
1: shot. shot. Yeah. Touch no, a leg. Touch a leg, Keanu. No, but the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I... I uh, I uh touch my
0: Katherine Bigelow impression. <laughs> T- touch the leg. Touch the leg. Now.
1: Come on Keanu.
0: T- touch your leg, Keanu. I married
1: to James You ain't
0: got all time. You ain't got all day. So, touch your leg. Be real romantic about it.
1: But no. This is something where like when I adjudicate uh films for like young folks, mm-hmm. I tell them about scenes like this where like you got a two shot that's going on for like 7 minutes. And all you have to do is just break it up with a very simple zoom. And that's what this shot is. It's a little too apparent because he says goosebumps. He didn't need to. He no. did not. If, if yeah. it was just that scene of that's him. That's the part that makes it kind of like,
0: you know, n- not funny on purpose. Where he just says, goosebumps, goosebumps. And
1: like, we get it. It's goosebumps. But you didn't need it. Anyways. Yeah, he could
0: have just cut, cut away, done the leg. And you're touching her leg. And then it cuts back to her. She says, I'm cold. And then you're like, oh, yeah.
1: But that scene says so much. Like that shot without that scene is garbage. That little interruption right in between says so much. Like if you're, you know, the next Spielberg watching this movie, take note. Goosebumps. So you're saying that the goosebump, the, the cutaway to goosebumps improves the scene? Is so much improves the cinematography. Look at watch that scene and see like like put your hand in front of your eyes when the goosebumps thing happens. And you'll see the most boring two shot of two people talking to each other and no stories being told. It's just two actors, two characters really just like having a go. But because that thing is right in the middle, it diverts those, that long shot into two segments that tells an A, B, C, like beginning, middle, ending story for that like, oh, we're on a surfboard. You might be right about that. I, I, I kind of feel differently,
0: but I, I haven't seen it without that. I feel like I don't always mind seeing just a steady shot of a conversation of two people just interacting, and I feel like I, in some ways it, with this scene I wanted it to just be more on them and just about their interaction and not this. I,
1: but I don't know. I didn't. I haven't seen it that way. Maybe it would be. I've seen a lot of often. student films where it's just a two shot of people doing three pages of dialogue, and it gets it gets old fast. I, I bet. Yeah. That. I mean, I
0: think the the water helps too. Like they're on surfboards, and there's kind of this bobbing motion. Sure. and the lighting is very pretty but yeah you you might be right about that if it wasn't interrupted i might start getting a little bored more bored than i would this Pull movie your phone out, this movie if anything paper. does move it moves forward very consistently and that's one good thing about it
1: it's like it's moving to the point where it might <gasps> oh. dude <gasps> totally I, radical i can't describe this feeling
0: it's like it's like the point is going to break it's like the point of no breakage. Whoa. Whoa.
1: All right, we want to move on to recommendations?
2: Yeah, I need to kick us off.
1: Okay. Um, 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 um. Um, okay. I'm going to recommend Game Over, man. Not to be confused with the scene from Aliens. So you're not recommending Aliens. No, or the scene where he goes, "Game over, man!" Game just, over! just that one part of Aliens <laughs> for an hour and a half, <laughs> just on loop. <laughs> no, Game Over, man is um the the guys from uh, Workaholics. I don't remember any of their names, but I could pick them out of any crowd in America because they're that good. Um, but essentially, it's those three goons, basically being the exact same people they are with a little more like character development for mm-hmm. like you know a different story that they're all three like buddies in but this is imagine um if seth rogan did uh die hard that's what this film is it just came out on netflix and if you're somebody like me who is going huh 4.20 is coming up, and I don't have a god dang thing to watch. You do now, because it's on Netflix, and...
0: <laughs> what you should watch on 4.20 is actually Super Troopers 2, which is coming out on 4.20. <laughs>
1: well, what do you do when you're waiting to watch Super Troopers 2? Oh, there you go. Because it's a There's long your day, answer. and... Well, half of you aren't going to be at work, especially in Oregon.
0: And don't pretend. Don't yeah. pretend like you are. This is This is, for all of you out there, not working... <laughs> on, on the on the weekdays, this is you unemployed. This movie is for you,
1: working class heroes. This no, this is a really really funny movie. You know, it's one of those where like, it's 2018 and people are trying to like break barriers, talk about you know like alternate lifestyles, but not be like you know bashing you over the head with it. That's this movie. It's and it's really funny. I'm the kind of person that like. If a movie's got a gun that goes off in the movie, I'm way more inclined to have enjoyed it than the opposite, where it's like, oh, it's dangerous, but it's only mysterious. It's just
0: the suspense.
1: Yeah. You like this things movie, to happen, man. This movie, you it delivers. And it's also so god dang... Those guys from Workaholics are so god dang funny. Yeah, I've never seen Workaholics. It's really funny. I mean, you also have to be that... You know, you have to like that kind of humor, which is like, frat, bro, stupid... Mm -hmm. drunk humor oh sure but like it's if that's your mood if you like workaholics you're gonna go ape for this movie so game over man that is andy haft's recommend right on jessa i i choose you jessa chew
2: oh let's see
1: this is
0: Jessica gets up from a reclining position waiting yeah. for us to stop talking.
2: Um, I'm actually going to pass this off to Marin while I think about mine a little bit more. Okay, ah,
0: Passing the buck. Well, I got mine ready. I saw uh, this This movie's out of theaters now at this point. Uh, it might be in second-run theaters. Uh, Game Night. Actually, by the time this airs, it will have been well out of theaters, so My never mind. My brother
1: said this was a good
0: one. Game Night was very good. So for all of you, when this episode comes out, it'll probably be out on DVD and streaming. Who, for all of you who didn't take a chance on it in theaters, thought like, "Oh, this is just another dumb mainstream comedy. It's not going to be that funny. It's going to be another, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know what's another God. Black Panther." I know, yeah, because <laughs> those two just are the another exact same Black movie. Panther. <laughs> I don't know the next, you know, like the ridiculous six or some. I don't know. That's like a,
1: oh, it's like that. that's a whole
0: other category. But no, game, game oh. night was a really solid mainstream comedy film it was good it was solid it was really funny um it wasn't like the funniest movie ever but it was it was very solid uh all the actors i liked uh jason bateman and rachel mcadams make a good like comedy duo couple uh jesse Clemens is like a good he's kind of like the the funniest character in it he plays a really weird gay, really weird guy it was a uh, very entertaining uh Lamorne Morris from The New Girl is very good, and there's a there's a little, little uh, cameo in the middle of it that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil for you, but it's it's there when you Christopher go watch Lloyd. it. Hmm.
1: Chris- oh wait, no. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd is he, he passed away, right? Did he?
0: I don't think so. No.
1: Well, I'm sure he's not in the movie. Christopher yet. Lee did.
0: Christopher Lee, that's something of yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd is Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Christopher Lee is Saruman.
1: Yes. I was actually thinking of Christopher also. Lloyd.
0: Today. Oh, you were thinking
1: of Christopher Lloyd. I was, Lloyd. but he's... Well, you know, I hope he's not... Kidding. He's one of those guys...
0: I feel like we've talked about this on this podcast before. Christopher Lloyd is one of those guys who always looked old, so you think he's really, He's really a lot older <laughs> than he is. But I think he's just, like, normal old now. He's just,
1: like, got his niche career. Yeah. I envy that man. <laughs> it's like, because it's,
0: in Back to the Future... He's like, you know, the, he goes back in time 30 years, 1985 to 1955, and Doc Brown is in both timelines. So in the 1985 one, he's wearing old age makeup. In 1955 he's not, and I can never tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> he looks the same. His hair is like a little bit whiter. Anyway, Christopher Lloyd, wherever Christopher you Lloyd, are. Christopher Thank Lee. you for listening. Yeah, we we love both Christophers. They're both good Christophers. Christopher Lee has a good metal album, Metal Christmas album. Oh yeah. Go check man. that out. That's another recommendation. Yeah, game night, good movie. Uh go check it out. Um it was like a nice yeah, it was like not only a good comedy, but it had like a nice nice emotional arc to it too. And everything oh and Kyle Chandler is uh is good in it as well. He gets to do something a little uh, a little different from his normal Coach Taylor stoic inspirational thing. <laughs> which I love too. Friday Night Lights, good stuff. Good stuff.
2: All right, so my recommendation is going to be another. Uh, good you know, we always got to have room.
0: We always got to have room for the okay recommendation. Yeah. they can't all be amazing.
1: They can't all be Jim Cotta.
2: They can't all be Jim Cotta. Oh, if
1: only. If only.
2: Um, it's gonna be the wrestler. Oh. Uh, oh, liked yeah. it more than I did. Uh, mostly because I wanted you know ten times the amount of costumes. I wanted ten times the amount of his little crazy, like ratty ass hair extensions. <laughs> I wanted there to be dancing. I wanted, I wanted a little more glamour.
0: So when you but, when you sat down to watch a movie called The Wrestler, were, were you expecting more like a you know like, Macho Man Randy Savage kind of like?
2: I was expecting.
0: Or uh, his, Jesse Ventura with was, his boas.
2: Yeah. He so exactly wanted it to be kind of expecting. more
0: a more of a, a movie about the glamour of wrestling. Yeah, which this the...
2: movie is literally the epitome of the opposite of that.
1: Oh, it's Darren Aronofsky.
2: Um, yeah, and it is cinema verite to the extreme. Um, um which th- that's the part I like is that they really committed to making it gritty. Um, yeah, it is
0: definitely Darren
2: gritty. Is... But. <laughs> I will say that it was quite trite for as gritty, gritty as it was. You, and that was the vocal sound of air quotes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Inverted commas. Yes. I, I don't think, I mean, I definitely think that Darren Aronofsky has done way more twisted and more gritty work. And I like him a bit more on a surreal sense as Requiem for a Dream, you know, like... If we're going gritty, that's what I expect out of Darren Aronofsky. Such um, a bleak movie. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um That is the
0: epitome of, of the movie that you only need to see once. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Unity is But it's very um the trite moments are still bleak trite moments, but they're they're not hard to see coming. Um and I actually really liked Mickey... Or, Mickey... Mickey Roar. Thank you. Yeah. Um, He's great in
1: it. He is fantastic.
2: And though. as much as I... He was
0: nominated for Best Actor, but did he win? I don't remember. I
1: don't think he did, but he deserved every bit of that nomination. And yeah. the
2: entire movie, I had such a love-hate relationship with his hair. <laughs> I could not get past <laughs> the first five minutes of, like... I was like, oh, my God, these extensions. Like, I'm not going to be able to take this movie seriously. Like, these are so unbelievably distracting. Um, but then I just became obsessed with them. Like, Jeff Goldblum becomes obsessed with himself in The Fly. It's um, so a good analogy. It's like this disgusted obsession and observation, you know? So, if you're into that, and, you know, if you're into MTV True Life, I Wear Extensions... You know, this could be your jam.
1: Wait, so, is that a real thing? No, oh. <laughs>
2: but you know, like MTV True Life is like MTV True life, True Life. I eat toilet paper. You know, like a friend of mine was we- actually weird life. weird addiction. Really, for what? He
1: the episode is actually called. um Oh, it's <laughs> the title is so effing messed up. This is when he's fourteen years old. Uh, Choir queer turned wrestling steer. I think it's something like that. And he speaking of wrestling, he uh this guy's a show tunes uh-huh. kind of a musical theater actor. Awesome, awesome performer and he is, when he was like 14 got on True Life and they like, you know, went made to his high school
2: or True Life. Oh, you
1: know never mind. i think you're thinking made. Not True Life. Sorry, MTV yeah. True Life. I'm thinking of Made.
2: It's, they're easy to confuse. Yes. So they're very similar. I know someone who's on MTV. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
1: Actually, I know two people on it who were on that show, Made.
2: Oh, interesting. The
1: other guy was, um he recorded my album when I was in a band in uh, high school. Nice. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sean Perry. Cool dude. Oh.
0: Very cool no, dude. Shout out to you, Sean Perry. Yeah. I know you're listening.
2: Shout out to the hair artists and the wrestler.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the wrestler's great. Uh, I think you said, re- said everything.
2: Yeah, I don't want anything I, else to say about it.
0: Yeah, uh I, I, I did I like it. I I I just wanted to say I saw it for the second time. I saw it way back, you know, shortly after it came out and I liked it then and I watched it again and I was like, that holds up. Good movie. It's uh, I, you know, it's very straightforward. You can see where it's going from the
1: first shot, but <laughs> it's well done. I worship Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. I what did you Swan. think of Mother? When I say worship, I mean I haven't seen Mother. <laughs> oh. I want to see Mother. Uh, we should I all will, go see Mother. We should all go see Mother. Okay. I, I
0: haven't seen it either. I heard it was very uh, very divisive. Really, the, <laughs> the last Jedi of Darren Aronofsky films.
2: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thanks for joining us. Uh,
0: thanks for joining us on another Point Break Minute. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, and uh, check out our Facebook group, The Point Break Minute Listener Surf Shop where we'll post lots of things <laughs> and uh, we have over 20 members Ooh. and they're all awesome. Nice. We love y'all out there. Point Break Minute. Point, point Break Minutes. Point Breakers. Point I don't break know. Point Break Minutias. Surf Dudes.
2: Catch you on the flip side. Woo! Point
0: Break Minute bro. <laughs>